This is Beyond the Airwaves, the Infinity Project on Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. It's Tuesday night here at Beyond the Airwaves, the Infinity Project. Now, normally, this is supposed to be New Car Smell Tuesday, but guess what? We finished all of this month last week. So... We decided we're going to make this a free show tonight. <laughs> we're going to do anything and everything. Maybe not Mad Libs. We'll save that for Friday. <laughs> anyway, this is Beyond the Airways the Infinity Project. I'm your host for tonight. I am Stream. I'm currently joined by Ashley. Hello, Ashley. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm happy to say I'm off the 10-hour days. Yay! We caught up at work. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyway, uh, Red Ranger Tim, as per usual, is over at the rabbit hole. Uh, our Asian magician, she's having her late dinner because, after all, you got to remember where, where she is, she's two hours behind Ashley and me. So, And Mike is getting prepped for his final um, nav night on Thursday. So he wanted you know be mentally prepared for that. Like, That's fine. That's okay because you know our first role in this show, real life first. It's like the world's not going to end if you can't make it. <laughs> and it's like, you know, people, you know, it's like I'm so far so far so good. I'm I I can happily say that my world hasn't ended yet because I have not seen Avengers Endgame yet. I'm going to see it this Sunday. <laughs> but it's like the way my skip my worst schedule has been is like I can't go see it right now. <laughs> And I've got a few friends. And I've got a few friends telling me you've done very well avoiding spoilers. And someone said you might want to bring a box of tissue. It's like, oh crap. Okay, I may bring the whole. I may use the whole box possibly. Because <laughs> one of my friends said he his eyes were so red he cried throughout the entire movie. It's like, well, I don't want to cry through the whole movie. I just want to, you know, be able to see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, let's see. Davenport, Iowa's got a flood emergency. There's a there's a severe weather problem in the plains. <laughs> in fact, let me go to my one of my favorite websites, the Storm Prediction Center. Yeah, ooh, they got tornado watches from like Texas all the way up looks like into Illinois. Yeah. And one of those watches is right Dex Mab in Joplin, Missouri, where, as you recall, on May 22nd, 2011, it got hit very hard by an EF-5 tornado. So hopefully nothing like that happens tonight. Oh, excuse me. Hmm. But... Yeah, this is probably gonna be one of those really slow. This is gonna be one of those slow nights tonight because there's there really isn't a lot of news per se. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, oh yeah. I'm glad I'm off. I'm not working Saturday because listen to this. Um. 
This Saturday, May 4th, guess what? It's it's free comic book day. Where you can go to your local comic book shops and pick up a few freebies. And it's really and is this is really fun. They've got um they've got uh what is it? The comic books. It's also May the 4th, you know. You know the Star Wars fun. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> And then because of the fact that um Sunday is Cinco de Mayo, there's some places there's some places here in Montgomery like uh my my local geek and gaming tavern, GT South, they're gonna do um they're gonna do a combo, May the fourth and Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Get them all out of the way on Saturday because Sunday's reserved for Game of Thrones. Of course I don't have HBO. I'm not really particularly interested in Game of Thrones, so So, um, you know, oh, excuse me, oh, sorry, overly tired. Oh, yeah, let's see, today is also National Adopt-A-Shelter Pet Day. And I'll tell you something, my mother and I have been, you know, going to the local Humane Society, you know, because we might be interested in getting a dog again, but we really want a small dog like a puppy because you know get a chance to you know grow older with us and everything that'd be fine because you see the way mom is she's going to be 76 years old in October and she does not need a big dog <laughs> ah and I believe yep hello Janet you made it yes if you guys got a big dog it would be walking you yeah. Not mm-hmm. you walking the dog. Right. <laughs> My dogs are a year old and wilder and frickin' jack hair. Mm. I believe it. You know. Mm-hmm. And being part pity doesn't help either. No. <sighs> Excuse me. Yeah, let's see. Anyway, you haven't really missed much, Janet, because there's really not much, there's not a lot of news per se. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm just trying to find something. Oh, what's this? This little girl ran towards the lake dock where her dad's boat was tied to go on a fishing trip. She was holding her own pole and looked thrilled about the possibility of catching fish with dad. Aw. Aw. Aw, that's cute. I'm sharing this one. I used He's to like, fish a lot. Yeah. When we, when it's we like had she a can boat. Make, she made it all the way out there. Okay, where's the picture? <laughs> where's the picture? Uh, Hang on, it's actually a video. And did Dad take her? Yes, he did. It's so adorable. Well, you know what? All right. Um, I oh, used to fish all the chat time. Room. You, you and Live Talk. <laughs> I like the name. 
are you? Welcome to the, live welcome to the show, my friend. I love the name. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. I'm not in the chat, so. All right. Let's see. Uh, what was I trying to do? Oh, yes. Bear with me. Growl. But anyway. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. All right. Oops, I don't want to do that. Let's hope this, I hope, hold on, let me try this again. One more time. Again, there we go. All right, now there's the video. I think I saw this video, I won't swear to it. Mm-hmm. Got a fishing pole, something else yep. in their left hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's see, I better say Sorry. Trying to post links in this chat room doesn't work. <laughs> oh, you know what it is? What? It's your kid's size life jacket. Yeah. It's your kid's size life jacket. Mm-hmm. Facebook is being an ass. No, BTR is being an ass, not Facebook. No, Facebook's been an ass in other games. Oh. Let's see. Oh, geez. Here's one. <laughs> I'll post it in BTA chat, and you can post it to our... Um... Yeah. This happened in Houston. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, chat room set set has a lot of bugs thanks to BTR. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. For, at least we know we're not alone here. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even use Direct Connect. Yeah, I mean I've been able to, but you know, not saying that not every not saying that it has it's been working because it apparently has not been working for everybody. Okay, talk about suspicious mind. Okay. Talk about suspicious mind. Uh huh. This happened down in Houston. I okay. Oh, I yeah, I've seen this. Yeah. This was posted two days ago. Mexican mm-hmm. man traps himself in hole dug to spy on X. This happened in Mexico City. Officials okay. in northern Mexico say a man accidentally trapped himself in a hole he dug so that he could spy surreptitiously on his former girlfriend in violation of a restraining order. The Attorney General's Office for the State of Sonora said Sunday that the 50-year-old spent days digging the hole in Puerto Penasco, a.k.a. Rocky Point, on the Gulf of California, only to become trapped inside and require assistance to get out. The man had been ordered to stay away from his ex-girlfriend due to domestic violence charges. He is now in jail. Violence against women in Mexico's spotlight... Okay, start that over again. Violence against women is in Mexico's spotlight this week after a woman was hit by a car and stabbed to death by her husband outside the governor's residence in the western state of Jalisco. That incident was captured on video. Hmm. Okay, and that's the end of the article. Ah. It's, like I said, a short article. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But still. <sighs> it's like, you know how it is. You think, <laughs> there's still men out there think, oh, we can do whatever we want to a woman. It's like, you try that with me, I'll knock your head in. Just like that little old lady. Hey, have you seen the new trailer to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Not yet. It looks like it's going to be good, and they they showed a little bit of um, Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik. Mm Mm-hmm. He's just the same nasty piece of work Mm -hmm. as he was in the game. So I discussed it this morning with people, with Mike Boyens especially. Mm-hmm. And he said he's willing to give it a chance. It might yeah. be good. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll give it a shot too. The only thing is, I just don't like the way Sonic looks. Jim Carrey, I think he looks he looks all right to me. Because if they try to make if they try to make him look too much like Doctor Ravani in this kind of fashion, it would probably kill the movie. Well, I don't think this would be a spoiler in the preview. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey got the Robotnik, the true Robotnik mustache. Yeah, I do like the mustache. Yeah. I but you know like how Robotnik mustache. always wanted to kill Sonic? Mm-hmm. Things have not changed much in the movie. Yeah. But they're trying to cash in on Detective Pikachu, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but pay attention to the chat. Pay attention to the chat. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> I was said, I sure hope it's better than that stupid Mario Brothers movie. Oh, I know. It was awful. Oh, and there's J.J. Hey, Hi, JJ. But, you know, that's what we get for doing everything up last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I'll go over to MSN and see if I can find anything. Yeah. Well, let's see. I found something. I don't know if I should make a rant rocket for this or not. And I posted it, like, well, not too not a little bit earlier tonight. A South Carolina teacher's letter home with students doesn't sit well with some parents. Okay, um, give it the small rant rocket. Okay. All right, then. I agree. Rant rocket two. Here we go. in question, all right? This is out of South Carolina. Actually, out of Dillon County, South Carolina. A letter sent home with some Dillon Middle School students this week has drawn the ire of their parents. The letter begins with, progressive reports are coming out soon. No, you cannot do extra credit to bring up your grade. It goes on to state that if a student's grade is too low, it's most likely because you have chosen to do little to no work this grading period. Do us both a favor. Remember how disappointed and upset you feel right now. Take a moment and let that really sink in. Every time you fail to turn in an assignment in the new grading period, think of how you feel right now. The letter reads in part. 
Now, oh. I'm going to read the entire I'm going to read the whole thing verbatim as it's shown. So here it is. Progressive reports are coming out soon. No, you cannot do extra credit to bring up your grade. If your grade is so low that you need help, it's most likely because you have chosen to do little to no work this grading period, in which case history tells me that even if I did give you give you an assignment for replacement credit, you probably wouldn't do it anyway. Do us both a favor. Remember how disappointed and upset you feel right now. Take a moment and, re- and really let it sink in. Every time you fail to turn in an assignment in the new grading period, think of how you feel right now and know that if you continue to make the decisions that have led you to this moment, you will be facing down this sign again when report cards go out. What can you do to bring your grade up? Maybe you should start with your work when it's assigned. That's the entire letter. And now, what grade are these kids in? You're middle school kids. I don't know the exact grade. They didn't say what grade. Okay, most middle schools... Like it's first around through six, first through six is grade school, seventh, well, eighth, and ninth. This is an average. Seventh, eighth, and ninth is middle school, yeah. and mm-hmm. ten through twelve is high school. High school, right? But I guess it depends on the area because I know, I know, uh, six, seven, in some places six, seven, and eight is middle school. So right. Another place seven, eight, nine. So. All right, but still, that teacher is. Not doing his job by discouraging them. Yeah. Actually, Some of them may need a, help. The teacher's, a woman. the teacher's a woman. Okay. Now, here's 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 more of this story. Parents like Stacey Hargrove were angry with the teacher who wrote the letter, claiming there has been issues with this educator since the first day of school. She addresses the kids in a demeaning manner all the time, Hargrove said in via email. She has no compassion for them. It's not about bad grades or kids slacking off. It's how she treats the kids. Being a good teacher also entails showing compassion for the kids. Another parent said there are a lot of students who hate going to the teacher's class. She thinks oh. she is never wrong, the parents said in a text exchange. Another woman said she disagrees with the teacher and thinks students should get second chances. I think that children of all ages need our help, our support, our understanding, and to be there for them. And to, you know, uh, just kind of put them out there by themselves and say, okay, enough's enough is not supporting them, Gina Brewer said. In response, Dillon District 4 Superintendent Ray Rogers said the letter was not approved by district administrators and distributed without permission. Oh. That teacher could be facing a whole lot more trouble than than original. Now, what I'm going to do is this is the entire statement from uh, Dillon District 4. So here's the, here it is, and this is verbatim. This morning, the district learned that a middle school teacher issued a note to students denying extra credit work opportunities toward grade improvement. This note was not approved by district administrators and was distributed without district permission. While the district cannot comment on confidential personnel matters, it does wish to assure our students, parents, and community that issues such as these are taken seriously. At any time the district receives a complaint, it follows the, it follows the proper protocol to ensure that any necessary steps are taken. Be assured that the district, including school-level principals and district-level administrators, has an open-door policy, providing opportunities for our students, staff, and parents to discuss concerns with us. 
With regard to this situation, the district reassures its students and parents that ensuring student success and achievement both inside and outside the classroom is our primary concern along with the safety of our children. The district supports our administrators and educators in providing multiple avenues for our students to achieve academic accomplishment and strives to provide these chances for our students each and every day. We encourage any students or parents who have any questions or concerns to contact your school principal. We are committed to putting our stakeholders first and will do all that we can to ensure that our actions are carried out in the best interest of our children, employees, and their families. Okay, sounds like the the district yeah. is bucking up. You know, yeah. they're standing up for response, you know what I'm trying to say, I think. Yeah. Yeah, in other words, they're trying to stand up for the students, especially in this situation, because it's like, really? Yeah, that's real smart, teacher. Not. Because there, there are great teachers in the world, and then there's this piece of crap. Oh, my chemistry teacher in high school was that way. He mm-hmm. thought that there was no room in a, uh, as a, for a female to work in the science departments. Oh, you brother, know? you'd hate to see the world now, <laughs> right? Right. Tell me about it. Yeah. But you know you, what? You, you I would... was in, He put me in tears. I had one of the guys in the class saying, encouraging me to stick out with the class and don't quit. Mm-hmm. He sided with me. He didn't. He he saw how the teacher was treating me. Mhm. And I thought that was nice of him. I did manage to get a C in the teacher's class, so. Well, that's good. It, as long as you can survive it. Uh huh. My fun. Yeah. My fun in class in high school was biology. Hmm. Thomas Atkins was a hoot. And he um, lived up the street from me, and he put me in charge of his greenhouse. Mm-hmm. He had a greenhouse in his backyard, and I had to be careful when I went to take care of the plants. Uh huh. Not to let the frogs out of the greenhouse. Right. He had frogs to keep the insects down in the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And he put me in charge of it. Okay. But he was a cool teacher. He's the one that um, encouraged you rather than mm-hmm. discouraged you. Right. It's and like he was a very well, cool teacher. Yeah, it's like I had a really awesome professor <laughs> at um, South University when I was attending for you know, a couple of years. His name is John Yelvington, and he was basically the business professor, okay? And I was required to take a couple of business courses. Like, I, oh, you've got to be kidding me. I don't understand business, the terminology and all. Fortunately, he didn't do that. He didn't get all technical. He made it easy. He made it easy to understand. He made it in a language I could understand. And he made it fun. Well, that's a sign of a good teacher. Yeah, that's a sign of an excellent teacher, excellent professor. It's like... And the best thing is, I kept my grade up so high, I was exempt from both of his exams. I remember that. I mm-hmm. can remember that. Yeah. 
it's like I, I mean, I had like a 99 average. It's like I never thought I'd get a 99 average in a business class of all things. Yeah. So you never know what you can do till you try it. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. This is, I'm just, you know, it just makes you grateful that there are great teachers. Uh-huh. Yeah, there are wonderful teachers out there. Yeah, there are teachers, great teachers out there, teachers who can go with the flow even though they are a little old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. And then there's teachers like Mr. Johnson and you're that teacher in North Carolina. Yeah, you mean South Carolina. But we were even studying, you know, science classes, and he had a brother that lived up in Flagstaff. We spent the night at his brother's house. Mm-hmm. And went to the Kent Peak Observatory up there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's something interesting that's happening. Um. <laughs> Now, tomorrow is May 1st. Well, get this. Uh, Viacom will be launching 14 free channels on Pluto TV starting tomorrow. Do a launching what? Yeah, Viacom will be launching 14 free channels on Pluto TV. Okay. I don't mind that. You better not take away my train ride. There's going to be trouble. <laughs> now, who's launching the three the free channels? Viacom. Remember, you said they own. You told me they own um, uh, Pluto TV now, right? I believe so. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, now this was posted yesterday, but the fun starts tomorrow. So here's what's going on for Viacom. The future television. The future of television has an increasingly online sheen. The media conglomerate is bringing a slew of content from its flagship cable networks to Viacom-owned Pluto TV, launching 14 channels on the free ad-supported internet streaming platform starting tomorrow, and outline its newest slate of original digital programming. As its traditional linear TV business faces declines in viewers and revenue, Viacom has stepped up digital investments over the last two years, including paying $340 million for Pluto TV earlier this year. It lost... It launched Viacom Digital Studios in late 2017, and last year grew U.S. social video views and watched time 83% and 119% respectively. All told, Viacom content garners a global average of 4 billion online video views and over 6 billion minutes watched per month. Yee, that's a lot. Our remarkable okay. growth continues to be driven by... Shows, ind- I well, I'll let you know in a few minutes. Our remarkable growth continues to be driven by an investment in premium or premium original programming and experiences that engage our young, diverse audiences on the platforms they love most, presenting an unprecedented opportunity for our advertising partners to join the conversation, Kelly Day, president of Viacom Digital Studios, said in a statement. Viacom is showcasing the new initiatives Monday afternoons as its second digital content New Friends presentation being held at the PlayStation Theater in Times Square. Wait a minute, PlayStation's got a theater? Okay. <laughs> PlayStation's got one? PlayStation has a theater in Times Square. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, that's because okay. we don't get to Times Square. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Anyway, starting tomorrow, Pluto TV in the U.S. will add channels for BET, Comedy Central, MTV, and Nickelodeon featuring content from Viacom's programming library. The channels will include co-branded channels, which are curated versions of Viacom's networks, signature channels with a selection of top content from each brand, and pop-up channels with marathon-style bingeable lineups, starting with past seasons of MTV's The Hills and spin-off Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County, ahead of the June 24th premiere of revival series The Hills New Beginnings. I'll skip that one, thank you. With the addition of Pluto TV, Viacom's digital video impressions will grow to 5 billion impressions monthly by 2020, according to the company. Pluto TV says it has more than 15 million monthly active users, mostly in the U.S. I'm one of them. This is a major step forward in our mission of entertaining the planet, said Pluto TV CEO and co-founder Tom Ryan. Pluto TV organizes content into TV-like grids of scheduled streaming programming. Pluto TV's new Viacom channels will include dedicated channels for library programming from BET, Comedy Central, MTV, Nick, Nick Jr., and Spike, a new outlet for the brand which is no longer on cable TV. The signature channels, CMT Westerns, Comedy Central Stand-Up, MTV Dating, MTV Guide Code, MTV Teen, Paramount Movie Channel, and Spike Outdoors, along with the pop-up channel for MTV's The Hills. In addition, Viacom Digital Studios on Monday unveiled plans to produce new and returning original series around major tentpole events, linear franchises, and digital shows from Awesomeness, BET, Comedy Central, MTV, and Nickelodeon. Now, here's the slate. Awesomeness TV romantic comedy How to Survive, a breakup starring top YouTuber Ava Gutowski set for summer debut. I'm just going to tell these shows. Uh, Brent Rivera's Dream Vacation. Let's see. Uh, Awesomeness TV star going on bucket list destinations with his friends. That might not be a bad idea. Uh, David Street will have a late night talk show on Comedy Central. And we'll launch channels and release content across YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Comedy Central destinations. Let's see. An overall deal with Gus Johnson to create monthly original videos for Comedy Central's YouTube channel. Pass. BET's Black Coffee, a daily morning talk show hosted by Mark Lamont Hill. MTV No Filter, Tana Turns 21. Yeah, like I care about that one. Oh, brother. Nickelodeon's SpongeBob Smarty Pants Game Show. A digital game show where two SpongeBob superfans compete to win the Golden Pineapple by answering trivia questions, completing stunts, and competing in SpongeBob-themed games. That sounds like a mashup like between a, it Double Dare like and... SpongeBob SquarePants version of Double Dare. That's what I'm thinking. All right, let's see. Nick Greenlit, JoJo, and Bao, and Bao Bao Show Show Season 2 uh, coming to YouTube later in 2019 The new with new animated adventures featuring JoJo, Siwa, Herpooch, Bao Bao, and their furry friends. And Throwback with Nickelodeon, hosted by digital star Anthony Padilla, co-creator of Smosh, waxing nostalgic with Nick stars from the past, later to hit Facebook Watch this summer. Uh, meanwhile, Awesomeness Teens Rule Light as a Feather Season 2 will premiere on Hulu July 26. And Viacom announced that NTV's Wild and Out will launch a twi- Twitch live streaming channel this summer that will feature the show's personalities playing video games. I'm not really interested in that either. Uh, for Comedy Central's The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, VDS has invested in expanding its digital presence with six new series in development for distribution on YouTube, Facebook Watch, Twitter, Instagram, and Comedy Central's destinations, Day said. Why do they have to keep repeating all that? Also, at the new front, Viacom is calling out its upcoming VidCon 2019 CONFAB, 
set to run July 10th through 13th in Anaheim in partnership with the IAB. I have no idea what all that stands for. <laughs> VidCon, VidCon is adding the Direct Brand Summit, an industry track programming block focused on how direct brands are using online video. This year's VidCon, the 10th anniversary of the video convention. Huh? Cortana. Hey, Cortana. Oh. Hi, Cortana. All right, let me see. Where was I? Uh, this year's VidCon. Let's see. This year's VidCon 10th anniversary of the video convention will feature a lineup of creators including Annie LeBlanc, Simi Singh, Rent and Link, Tessa Violet, and the Bram Fam. In addition, VidCon is, VidCon is working with Group 9 Media's The Dodo for the Dodo Pet Zone, a community track with sessions featuring internet famous pets and their handlers like Manny the Frenchie, Nala Cat, Walter Jeffrey the Frenchie, Venus the Two Faced Cat, and Norbert the Dog. Hey, they forgot that other cat, Maya. Well, anyway, that's the end of that article. Grumpy, too. Oh, well. We forgot Grumpy, too. I know. Sorry about that. That's fine. Jack and my mom must be getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, it's a possibility. But you know, um, I wonder if Spike okay. TV will run um, re- get a, a thousand ways to die. Yeah, that's a good question. Have you ever heard of that show? Yes, I have. I've seen bits and pieces of it. It was decent. It was gory without being gory. Mm-hmm. You know, it was gory, but it was done in such a way that you could stomach it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway. All right. I'm, going, all right. I'm going to post this photo, okay? Because frankly, this is this is this is funny. Okay. okay. Well, let me get out a full screen. No, it's gonna so be a I Facebook can... messenger. All right. I know, but I have to go over to Facebook to get it. Okay. Okay. All right. I want you to take a look at that poster, and you tell me. Does that look like um does that look like um a bit of bohemian rhapsody to you? Oh, now which picture are we looking at? Um well that look at the link I just sent. Oh god, the Agents of Shield one? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, this is like Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking this looks more like Agents of Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Yeah. in a landslide. Can't escape from no. The Agents of Shield can't yep. escape from reality. Yep. Sorry, being a wise ass there. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, is our guest still in the chat room? I believe so, yes. I'm sorry yeah. that my singing was a little off-key. That's fine. All right, now here's a question somebody had posted in another group. Um, okay, Robert Downey Jr., probably the best man for the job to play Iron Man. Now, somebody asked if Johnny Depp could have played a Green Iron Man. I said no. I don't think because, he would either. Yeah, because here's, here's my response. I said, the character of Tony Stark takes a special kind of charisma that RDJ, Robert Downey Jr., definitely has, while Depp is miles behind. Yeah, I'm sorry, but Downey Jr.'s got the... Johnny Depp was good as Jack Sparrow, not so good as... um, Willy Wonka. He was good as Willy Wonka, too, but I don't think he could cut it as um, Iron Man. No. Because like I said, it it, it takes a... It takes a special charisma that RDJ's got it, but... But it's a different type of charisma. I was reading in one of my Entertainment Weekly, see, Robert Downey Jr. said it was fun working with Stan Lee on um, delivery for Tony Stank. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, it's in entertainment. One of the entertainment weeklies, if you could find it. Yeah. But you know. But. Mhm. And I think he said he took more than one take working with Stanley. Yeah. To get it right. Mhm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the way the way they got the, the way they get Stanley to show up at all these movies, you know, even the I mean, he's even appeared in some of the X Men movies too. So, so I think there was one time I can't remember it was I can't remember if it was X Men Two or X Men Three, where it was like he he he's, he's basically. Watching his the water on his hose go upward, <laughs> oh, instead of yeah. trying to go down, it's going up, it's going upward instead. Okay, may I ask why? Uh, someone's telekinetic ability. <laughs> That's why. Oops. <laughs> Let's see. I want I want to check something here. I want to see if they got the Infinity Saga for pre-sale at Amazon. What the? Uh-oh. Oh, dear. That's not good. Hold on. Okay. Start with the live barking, folks. Okay. Okay. Whew. Something got there. 
something got those dogs agitated, but... Okay, whew. All right. Yeah, she'll be... I think she'll be back in a minute or two. But... Let's see. Can you believe tomorrow's already May? We're already four months done with this year? Seriously, where the, where, I mean, where did where the heck did this where the heck is this year gone already? It's like shut up. Uh huh. <sighs> Can't believe it's already May. You know what that means? A lot of show seasons will be ending very soon, like in the next couple of weeks. All the DC, all the DC, uh. All the DC TV shows will be ending in about two to three weeks, so. Oh. Excuse me. Hmm. Let's see. and heard that. It's called Dogs. Yep. But <coughs> where were we in our discussion? Uh, let's see. Well, I'll tell you something. I don't know. I, I hope that, I don't know how this woman had the had the audacity to do this. She went to Winsel's Oyster House in Mobile and ate 223 oysters. She must have been in some sort of uh, oyster eating contest. Actually, well, no. Let's see. Um, since she was a little girl, uh, all right. Let's see. Her name is Kristen Amy McElaney, McElaney, or something. Um, I probably destroyed her name. I apologize. But anyway, uh, since she was a little girl, McElhinney had wanted to be on the board of record holders at Winsels. And now at 33, she decided to go for it and raise some funds for the Distinguished Young Women's Scholarship Competition. Nice. She'd been a participant in 2002, and an oyster eating challenge has long been a part of the AJMDYW experience. But McElhinney wasn't playing at the amateur level anymore. Now she was trying to top a woman's record of 215 raw oysters down in an hour. Set by Beth oh. on May 1st, 1997. Oh, crap. I would be sick probably after just two. As I will well, never eat a roaster. Well, it depends on whether or not it's an East uh, Gulf oyster. You know, like what we had at that restaurant. I had in that restaurant in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Anyway, she stormed out of the gate and put down more than 150 oysters in the first 10 minutes or so. Halfway, she exclaimed at one point. Everybody's already cut me off before. Then Megalini realized that board listing past champions doesn't float in space. It hangs on a wall. Oh, I'll be back. Okay. Which she was hitting hard. 
The action slowed way, way down. I just physically can't do it, she said. But her, boy, but her boyfriend, Jared Irby, kept her focus, appealing to her fighting spirit and her sense of humor. You can wait, but you can't quit, he said. Because of her rapid start, she still had a lot of time to let things settle and get her second win. It's fair to say the challenge became a group effort. Restaurant staff counseled her. The shuckers behind Willie's Oyster Bar worked to find the smallest oysters in stock and put them on the table. TV news cameramen in and a display of understated gallantry conducted mid-challenge interviews with Michelini, discreetly giving her a few minutes to catch her breath. And staff brought out a bucket, which she did use, but only in a light way. It worked. Y'all better appreciate this scholarship, McElhaney told the distinguished young woman contingent in the crowd as she got back the eye of the tiger and took on the last few dozen oysters. Official timekeeper Wendell Quimby, meanwhile, munched away on a plate of fried crab claws. I love him, but I'm going to eat these crab claws and watch her eat the oysters today, he said. Eventually, she passed on the 215 mark to tears and pushed the record up to 223 before putting down her fork. She still had more than 10 minutes left in the allotted hour. There was a little... While we're there, I was like, this is not going to happen, she confessed afterward. But she was all smiles as Winslow's president, Bob Omansky, added her to the added her name to the board. She approached us a while back, Omansky said. She's actually been in here training a little bit. We couldn't be happier for her, she said. She's tough. This is what she's wanted her whole life, said Irby. He said th- that thanks in large part to sponsorships from several businesses, the effort had raised more than $5,000 for the Distinguished Young Women Program. So it's like she did it for a good cause, and that's awesome. But it's like, oh, good, I'd be sick. I would get sick in a matter of minutes. It's like, bleh. <sighs> Let's see. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to find something. Let's see. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Pardon the interruption. You're pardoned. Okay, what time is it? It is 9.46. Okay, we still got a little bit of time, but mm-hmm. you know, certain person. It's like we discussed over the weekend. You know, mm-hmm. Johnny Depp could not pull off the um, role that we were talking about of uh, Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. It's just like um, when Daniel. Daniel Craig first became James Bond. They didn't mm-hmm. think he could do it. But can you imagine back when Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade came out, could you imagine Indiana Jones' dad played by James Bond? Mm-hmm. You know? I yeah. Anybody else other than Sean Connery could not have pulled it off. Yeah. Well, here's something um here's something interesting. Um you know who would you know who turned down the role of Indiana Jones? Robert Downey Magnum. Jr.? No, Magnum PI. 
Oh, God, you're kidding. Tom Selleck. Yeah, Tom Selleck. He couldn't take the role because he was contractually obligated to Magnum P.I. True, true. So. Right now he's contractually obligated to Blue Bloods. Correct. You know, but think of a role that you like really well. Mm -hmm. I'll use your favorite show as an example. Who do you think would have made a good Ace Cooper? Oh, now that's a great question. You know. Okay. Oh, (laughs) all right. All right, Janet, this actually happened not too far away from you in Tempe today. Okay. Actually, it happened yesterday. Um, An Arizona woman was stung about 30 times in a bee attack Monday afternoon. Yeah. Authorities at the Tempe Fire Medical Rescue Department were called to a home daycare where the hive had fallen onto the woman's head as she was walking her son. Crews said a heavy wind blew the hive on top of her head. Walking up to the house with my wonderful luck, the second I got out of my car and walk under it, it falls on my head, said the woman who who asked to remain anonymous. Yes, it fell directly on my head. I heard it explode on my head. My head, my shoulders, my arms, my fingers, she said. The woman said she rushed inside of the tower and immediately took Benadryl. The fire department foamed the hive and the front of the home to protect anyone else. An elementary school nearby was about to dismiss students. The woman was taken to the hospital to be checked out, but she's now recovering. She said she's thankful that it wasn't her son. I'm happy that I'm not allergic. I'm glad it didn't happen to somebody who was, so I'm okay with it happening to me, she said. No one else was injured in connection to this incident. And Josh Johnson had posted something. Let me see if I can find it. That woman Um, was very lucky she did not go into anaphylactic shock. Yeah, she's very lucky. She's she's fortunately she's not allergic, so that's so that is a good thing. Yeah. Ah, here it is. Well, okay. can you imagine the noise in her skull? Yeah. Oh, that bee, swarm of bees on their head. Yeah, but yeah, this is what Josh posted two hours ago, and this was um from like the Mezzanet Mezzanet um group. At 4.30 p.m. MST, Tempe, Maricopa County, Arizona, broadcast media reports non-thunderstorm wind gusts of 45 miles per hour. Strong gusts of wind blew beehive off of a tree and onto a woman's head in Tempe, resulting in numerous stings. Now, here's the bad part. Here's the bad pun. As bad days go, this one will be tough to beat. Oh, Josh. <laughs> Quit making jokes at other people's expense. Yeah, well, hey, at least she's, a, thank goodness she's okay. You know, she was very lucky. Yes, she was. Just imagine what would have happened if that was you instead of her. Uh, I would have been going berserk. Tell me about it. You know, as long as you don't panic, you know. Mhm. But 
You panic too easy. Yes, I do. But they say the people do the wrong thing. They panic and they give up the pheromones mm-hmm. that will that will trigger the swarm mentality in a group of, in a hive of bees. Mm-hmm. But I'm just glad the lady was okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I saw this video online yesterday. I don't know if the snakes were poisonous or not, but uh front loader mm-hmm. lifting up this nasty old wooden shed. Uh-huh. Lifted it up and underneath the shed was a nest of snakes. Ooh. And as they lifted up the sheds you could see the mass of snakes hanging down. Mm. If they are non poisonous, don't disturb them. Yeah. Because they're good at keeping the rodent population down. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Mm, excuse me. Your excuse. Let's see. Whew. Oh, yeah, tonight's boring. Yeah, tonight's simply boring because you know most of the, most of the, most of the news has been about Avengers still. And yeah, I felt sorry for those people who got um, knocked out of the last hour of the movie. Mm-hmm. I felt sorry for them. Yeah. But at least the theater gave them their money back. And a chance for a new show. Yeah. Oh, listen to this. Now, this is over in England. Oxford prepares for May morning. Potholes have been banished from Magdalen Bridge ahead of Oxford's May morning celebrations tomorrow. Thousands of spectators will gather on the bridge surround and surrounding stretch of High Street from the early hours to listen to choral singing at 6 a.m. and watch Morris dancing. I don't know who Morris is. The road surface has been peppered with potholes in recent months, but now bears a much smoother finish after being resurfaced on Thursday night. Oxford's May morning tradition dates back more than 500 years and celebrates the onset of spring. Wow. 500 years. It's like, that's cool. Oh! I don't know if you saw this on Twitter or not, but they had these people run a marathon. And they had yes. a little mock-up of Thunderbird 2. Two. They set a world record for, uh, I think, fastest time with six people in a costume in a marathon. Uh-huh. And it was official in the Guinness Book of World Records, too. That is true. Yes, it was. And uh, Jamie said, congratulations. So that's the only reason I got notified. I follow Jamie Anderson. Yeah. But I thought it was kind of cool. Mm hmm. But, you know, 
I'm proud of our Thunderbirds, Argo. Yep. Me too. Somebody was complaining, why only nine episodes this season when they ran 18 last time? Well, well there's actually supposed to be 26. 26, so why only 18? It's like, well, hang on. It could be, there could be more coming, possibly, because it's supposed to be 26. Or maybe they have got it back to 18, I don't know. Just have to wait and see. So we. Let me save this one for. I'm going to save this one for Thursday. ER doctors say they are dealing with more patient assaults. Yeah, the patients are assaulting them. I believe it. Well, we had a problem here in our prisons. Uh huh. The locking mechanisms don't work on the jet on the cell doors. Mm-hmm. So the inmates were getting out and beating, beating each other up. Mhm. Yeah, but I'm probably I'm gonna save this one for Thursday. It's like guys are supposed to be helping us, you know. Don't 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 go assaulting them, right? Because that's kind of ridiculous. I hear you. Mhm. Okay, what do you want, baby girl? Huh? <laughs> Ah, she wants her cuddles now. Not quite yet. But, sorry. That's all right. I know what what her problem is. What is it? I think I can remedy it. Um, All right. Well, we're down about two minutes, so... Here's a quick recap of what's coming up. Uh, Tomorrow is Attention to One, Body Shaming in the Entertainment Industry. Thursday is the free-for-all, and Friday it's... All that review and naughty Mad Libs, as usual. We okay, must bring the naughties. Okay, one more question. Shoot. One more qu- question. Mm-hmm. You're stuck on a 14-hour flight. Which celebrity do you want sitting next to you? Stephen Amell. No question. Mm. He's a very nice guy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who I'd want to sit next to me. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we are running out of time. So, please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us at our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways to catch up. First is the Stitcher.com app, available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search in the podcast, Beyond the Airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night, sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow for Attention to One.
All right, that's all for tonight. Have a great night, and remember... You... I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. (laughs) You stuttering prick, you. Shut up! That's one. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am... And finally... This is the voice of the Mysterons. We know you can hear us, Earthmen. I thought you saved those till Friday. Nah, I don't mind this one. All right, so that's it for tonight. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all.